June 18, 2023. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to all of our fathers around the world. I celebrate you, brother. I lift you up, my brother. I encourage you. I give you your flowers now. I want to tell you, you're doing an amazing job. Keep showing up. You are doing an amazing job. Keep believing. You are doing an amazing job, even if you don't have all the answers, even when there are times when you feel uh, left out, you feel discouraged, you feel that you can't. Guess what? You did. And you here right now listening to this podcast for a reason. And it's the head that have this seed planted in you to let you know that somebody in this world believes in what you're doing. You might not get it from your job. You might not get it from your family. You might not even get it from your children, but you're getting it from another father. You're getting it from another brother. You're getting it from another man who understands your struggles, who understands your uh, your frailties even. Your moments where you're not encouraged. Those moments when you just don't want to get out of bed and you just don't want to do it. Those moments when you don't want to be a soldier no more. Those moments when you just want to be a man and don't have any responsibilities. I get it. I know. So I celebrate you even now because you keep pushing. You keep showing up. You keep doing. You keep believing. So on this Father's Day, June 18, 2023, know that there's somebody lifting you up. But most of all, know that there's somebody praying and believing in you. Most of all, know that there's somebody that is trying to their heart is to allow the word of God to collide with your life even right now because the Bible says in Proverbs 23 and 7 is a man thinking in his heart so is he if everything that you think has to come from a positive place it has to come from a positive source I'm not talking about this new age way of thinking uh, positivity and manifesting positivity absolutely not I'm talking about what you believe about you and what you believe about you comes from a place, whether you believe it or not. And that place has a root, it has a source. I, I often listen to reporters and they say certain things about where they got their information and their sources. And I often hear them say that I can't reveal my sources, but my source is reliable. It's trusted. It's good. You, they can rely on their source. My question to you is, can you rely on your source? Can you rely on the source of where you're getting your information about yourself? Who told you who you were? Who told you your identity? Who's telling you even now who you are? All that you receive about yourself has to come from a trusted source, a reliable source, a good source. Because here's the reason why. What you believe become your thoughts. And your thoughts become your words and your actions. What you do and your words and your actions represent who you are. So let's 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 just take it in the simplest form. Your beliefs become your thoughts. Your thoughts become your words and your words become your actions. And I want us to look at what believe means. What what's the definition of believe? I had looked it up and it says to accept something is true to accept something as honest, as genuine, as real, something that you can accept, something that you can trust, something that you can count on, something that you can put confidence in, something that you can rely on. That's belief. That's believing. I mean, if I believe something, I accept it as true. 
I believe something, I can count on it. If I believe something, I'm relying on it because it's genuine. So the very thing I believe become my thoughts. And those thoughts then turn into words. That's what's what, what I'm saying, what I'm doing. Those words are my actions. When I think, it prepares me to do. And what I think is what I do. When I think, it prepares me to do. And what I think is what I do. If I think the word of God is true, and we're getting back to that source, because remember we said we got to get our, our who we are, you know, our beliefs, our thoughts from a good source, from a positive source, right? So if I think the word of God is true, and I use that as my source of everything about me, that like, that, like this is what God says about me, not what my father says about me or my mother said about me or my friends say about me or my wife says about me or what my children say but what god my creator my trusted source the the root of it all right like this is what he says about me he says he'll never leave me or forsake me that's deuteronomy 31 and 6 he literally says he will never leave me or forsake me that means I will never have a place when I'm in relationship with him there where I'm alone. He's going to always be there. He's going to always be there. He will never forget me. He will never write me off. He will never isolate me. Never, ever. Then the Bible tells me in Psalms 23 and 4 that even though I walk through the shadows of death, I won't fear. Because he's with me. He's my shepherd. He's my shepherd. You know, a shepherd provides guidance in life and sustainment and protection for his sheep. So in this life, when I'm walking through and death is always around me and everything is trying to take me out, I don't have to fear because even though I walk in the valley of the shadows of death, I mean, it's, it's surrounding me so much that I'm looking up and all I see is the shadows of it. It's amazing that God is still with me. It's amazing that another verse says that I can do all things through Christ which strengthened me. That's Philippians 4 and 13. See, what I'm trying to do and what I want to do and what we must do is build up a foundation of what the creator said about us. Because everything around us, especially on days like this, will tell us that what he said is not true. But let's let's go on a little further because God says, I knew you. I even knew you. I knew you. I knew you, brother. I knew you would need to hear this. I knew you would need to find this. I knew you would have to even be in this place that you are on on this Father's Day. I knew you. Jeremiah 1 and 5 tells us, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. I know the thoughts I have concerning you. That's in Jeremiah 29 and 11. For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord. Thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you an expected end. I knew you and I know the thoughts I have concerning you. And I know sometimes we get in a place where we're like, I want to fix it now. And I want everything to be hunky-dory and, and, and roses and rainbows and flowers and love. 
But sometimes God has to take us through a process where he has to remind us, listen, I know who you are. I knew you before I even placed you. I even know the thoughts I have concerning you. Nahum 1 and 7 says the Lord is good, a stronghold in the day of trouble. He knows those who take refuge in him. In fact, God knows you. On this Father's Day, I need you to know that your father knows you. And so just like we expect or sometimes we don't expect, we receive those blessings and those feelings of joy on this Father's Day. I want us to allow our minds to shift to a place where we can appreciate our father because he's the one who gives us our thoughts he's the one who gives us our being he's the one who allows us to be who we are and so the more we we lean into god and the more we believe what he said about us it allows us to start doing and believing and saying what he said versus what we hear Cause do you know that your life will tell you that you are a failure <laughs> do you know that your mistakes will tell you that you cannot change do you not know that even your relationships will tell you that you are not worth it or even worthy there's so many fragmented relationships on this father's day and my sincere prayer is that those fragments are able to be held together through the peace of God and that he will restore, that he will mend, that he will allow those things that have been broken to be placed back together piece by piece. I'm talking about those relationships, father and daughter, father and son, those relationships that throughout life and whatever life circumstances has caused those uh, relationships to be fragmented, to be restored. For on this day, so many might even feel that they are inadequate fathers because they were not in their children's lives. So many will feel that they are not inadequate fathers because they can't provide or they've made wrong choices and they find themselves you know, behind bars and they're unable to celebrate and spend that time with their children. Well, I wanna encourage you even now that although you might not physically be there, although you might not be able to provide for them, that although you have a fragmented broken and sometimes severed relationship I want to let you know that I believe in the power of God and that there is nothing too hard for God that no matter where you find yourself no matter what predicament that God says that he knows what's inside of you especially when you have a relationship with him 1 John 4 and 4 says ye are of God little children and overcome them because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world God letting us know I knew you I know the thoughts I had concerning you and I know what's inside of you everything else is trivial isn't it amazing how God who is so selfless who is so gracious so merciful always finds a way to make it about us he makes it about us so that we can make it about him. His love toward us, his mercy toward us. He knew you. I know you. I know the thoughts I got concerning you. I know what I put inside of you because it's inside of you. I put it there. All of these things to get us to love him 
all of these things to get us to focus on him all of these things to make us appreciate him every day because with god every day is father's day and i'm not talking about the genderism talking about the father the creator the ultimate provider the ultimate protector the ultimate way maker when i think about things that seem impossible and things that are totally out of this world i think about paul and silas in prison when they were in prison they were not just in prison but they were in the inner parts of the prison and they were shackled and they were chained and they were in bondage and they were hurting because they had been beaten in fact they the bible says that they had been severely beaten flogged yeah many stripes were laid on them so they weren't just in jail they were physically hurting in jail you ever get beat up i i I, i've gotten beat up before it's not pleasant it doesn't feel good um it doesn't go right away um it's not one of those things that you turn on and turn off um no you feel beatings uh they last they tend to last for a few days these the effects of them i was going to say the side effects but no the effects of the beating the side effects we not even going to talk about the side effects right now but the effects of the beating and the fact that these men were put in jail for doing what's right they were doing what's right this is found in Acts 16 and 25 where it says about midnight Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God and the prisoners were listening to him to them and suddenly there was a great earthquake so that the foundations of the prisons were shaken and immediately all the doors were open and everyone's bounds were unfastened. When the jailer woke up and saw the prison doors were open, he drew his sword and was about to kill himself, supposing that the prisoners had escaped. But Paul cried with a loud voice, do not harm yourself for we're all here. And the jailer called for the lights and rushed in and trembling with fear, he fell down before Paul and Silas Then he brought them out and said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? And they said, Believe in the Lord Jesus and you shall be saved, you and your household. That story is so powerful to me because that is a moment in history in which lives were changed. Generations were changed. Beliefs were changed. Positive reliable sources were established all because of two men's obedience in spite of what they felt in spite of what they were going through in spite of what they were dealing with the fact that they were beat up and put in jail for some erroneous charges they helped the girl they set a girl free who was being taken advantage of and i want to let you know that sometimes you're going to be put in predicaments where doing the right thing seems like the wrong thing you won't be rewarded you will be overlooked you might even find yourself in 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 a very uncomfortable situation maybe not as extreme as paul and silas but i love the fact that we can look at this type of situation and we can learn from them because see they set someone free of bondage they stopped someone from taking advantage of this girl and when you look back you see that there was a girl who was possessed and her 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 owners though and that isn't that crazy that the people who that she had people who owned her that she had people who took advantage of her of her ability um you know kind of like human trafficking today they broke up the illegal activity they stood in the gap they met her need 
and as fathers when we stand in the gap we gonna always be looked at strange as fathers when we when we go out on the limb and we are willing to die for ours and protect ours we will always be looked at strange we will always be forced to make a decision of doing what's right or looking the other way and paul and silas refused to look the other way the bible says and i want you to go and look back at that that history of what happened that's what we're gonna piggyback for our next episode won't give you the history of why they were in jail but we're gonna look at that on the next episode how doing the wrong thing can lead you to the wrong place but in their case it was the right place it may have seemed wrong but it was the right place should they have went to jail absolutely not but it was the right place for god to act and god acted in the right way in that right place because not only did paul and silas start singing hymns in the midst of their situation but they allow other people to see the power of God they allow people to see that with God anything is possible when they believe in God the power the supernatural power of God that will break chains that will tear down prison walls that will not only break chains and tear down prison walls but will set everybody in the vicinity free See, that's why I believe in the power of God. I believe that God can change communities. God can change lives. God can change situations. You can find yourself in a, in a, in a, in a jail today. You can find yourself in a prison today, a mental prison today, where because of your mistakes, because of your shortcomings, and because of some of the challenges you may have been faced with, it broke down and it, and it created walls and it created prisons where your relationship with your children may be strained on this Father's Day. But I want to let you know that God came to set you free. God came to shake those prison walls. God came to, to literally break those chains. And just as Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, I don't know what they were singing. But I know those songs had to be stemmed in something that they believed. I don't know what the melody of the chorus was, but I know that those words came from a reliable source. They came from a place where they believed what they were singing. They knew what they sing and some were singing was true. And they knew that what they were singing and believing and trusting God for had power. Because remember, your beliefs become your thoughts and your thoughts become your words and your words become your actions. And their actions were praying and singing hymns to God. I'm hurting, but I'm singing. I'm hurting, but I'm praying. I'm hurting, but I'm believing. I'm hurting and I'm singing to you, God. I'm in jail, but I'm singing to you, God. My relationship on this Father's Day with my children is not where it's at, where it should be at, but I'm singing to you, God, and I'm believing you to trust and, and, and restore, and I'm believing you to, to break some things down, and I'm believing you, Father, to unfasten some bonds. I'm believing you to do a miracle just like you did in Acts, the 16th chapter. I'm believing you. And one of the things that was so amazing about this was the fact that Paul and Silas knew who they were. We're not no criminals. We don't got no reason to run. We don't got no reason to, to, to break out. We're not finna be no convicts on the run. No, we were accused wrong and you gonna do us right. And so the God that we serve not only tore down the whole jail, the prison doors was open, uh, uh, everyone's, everybody's 
everybody's bonds were unfastened everybody's shackles were, were literally torn off everybody in the vicinity that was around them see when it's something that happens let me say it this way i was listening to a commentator and i thank you all i was listening to a commentator talk about um, lebron james um and we know lebron james is a, is a phenomenal athlete one of the commentators said that one of the things about lebron james is that he makes other players better those around him he makes those around him better his presence makes them better his presence makes them believe that they can so your presence has power paul and silas's presence had power in that jail so not only were the prisoners listening to them praying and singing hymns to god but the fact that their presence was there and the fact that the power of God moved on their behalf allowed other people to become better. Does your presence make somebody better? Does your being there improve the situation? And I want to challenge us all from this moment, from this week into next week when we connect. Does this presence, does my presence that I bring to the table change the situation? Or does it damage the situation? And watch this. If it does damage the situation, God teach me how to make it better. If my presence caused damage, God fix me. If my presence does not bring value, God fix me. If my presence doesn't restore, God fix me. If my presence doesn't allow somebody to be set free, God change me, fix me, heal me so that I can help heal others. I want to encourage you on this Father's Day. I want to lift you up on this Father's Day. I want you to go in peace on this Father's Day. Knowing that your thoughts come from what you believe. Your beliefs become your thoughts. Your thoughts become your words. Your words become your actions. So act like a father on this Father's Day. Be a father on this Father's Day take back your rightful place on this Father's Day. How do you do that? You do that with love. You do that with trust. You do that with obedience. You do that with leading yourself. Humbling yourself. Following. Following the pull of God to come to his feet and receive instructions. Don't do it on yourself. Don't do it on your own. Don't even try. Accept, believe, and trust. Be encouraged, my brothers. Until next time, God bless you. I love you. Let's go. Spread the word. Tell another brother to tell another brother to tune in. We are doing some amazing things here on this Pillar of Fire podcast. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Be amazing. Until next time, I love each and every one of you. Be blessed. Be amazing. And know that God is able to do all things but fail. Have a blessed day.